Rumors are flying, and among them, a supposed Red Dead Redemption remake or remaster. This isn't the first time we've heard of the project, but we'll tell you why the idea is gaining steam once again. And could a new PS5 Pro or Slim be in the works? Microsoft sure thinks so. We're gonna talk about all this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. We're on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services everywhere. My name is Iraq the Red, joined every single week by the handsome gentleman right here, full clip. What is the haps? What's going on? You know, I'm going to try to match your enemy. Energy. Don't be my enemy. (laughs) There we go. Good start to it. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm hanging in there. How are you? Yeah, yeah, you are hanging in there. I'm like, dude, this. I'm like uh, yelling at you, trying to wake you (laughs) up. You've been, uh, you know, you've been busy. You've been uh, partying. No, I've been on vacation. That's the problem. (laughs) That is the problem, dude. And we're doing a like, you know, uh, a Sunday night recording, which is rare. You know, all our energy has has left us. Um, So. Except me, baby. I'm feeling good. Ready to talk news. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I've been on vacation as well. I got to go back to work tomorrow. So not excited. But I've been playing lots of video games. What about you? Nice. Yeah. Been playing my fair share. Nice. Yeah. I. Um, so I've, I've like, I haven't put my Steam Deck down this week, dude. I've just been playing a ton of House Flipper. Um, I got a little to the left. You ever play that game? Or hurt hear of it at all? I think so, yeah. It's just like a simple, it's like mini games, like mini puzzles, but it's all about like organizing things. Like, and then there's like a cat that comes in and like tries to mess your shit up every once in a while. Um, so I got that with the um, the DLC that was on sale in the Steam sale. And then the game, dude, I've been playing nonstop all week, dude. Dave the Diver. Are you familiar with this new Heard game? Yeah. So it just came out last week. And I I wasn't going to get in, in on it. It's just like real simple pixel graphics. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, it's another fishing game. I got Dredge. It's another fishing game. Um, and then I started seeing like reviews and people talking about this. I'm like, all right, let me see what the what the fuss is about. And the, the gameplay, the hook on this game, um, it's amazing. It's like a perfect game in what you can do you're always doing something it's always different and i'm just like starting like so like you have to go you have to dive and you catch fish not only are you catching fish but you're like doing things for um like an ecological society where they need you to get like some things out of the ocean or you're finding pieces of a um you know like a a different civilization um but also at the same time you need to catch all this fish because you're serving it at a sushi restaurant that you run in the evening so then in the evening you have to go and you have to uh prep the menu for the sushi restaurant and then you have to like um hire people to work in your sushi restaurant and then you uh are delivering the sushi and you're this big fat dude named dave and he gets out of breath he's trying to like run sushi orders to people um and it's funny like there's like these little 
uh, animated like cutscenes, and it's man, it's just it's such a perfect game. And then it starts over, and the gameplay hook is the next day, and you're trying to like get enough money to like upgrade the sushi restaurant, to upgrade your diving stuff, and it's dude, it is such like a perfect game if you're if that you know if that style of game. It, you know, I'm not usually into like the management type sims and stuff like that, but this one it's it's so. You know, it's a big part of the game, but it's not, like, overly focused on that, you know? There's a yeah. lot to do in it, but it's real simple. It's like, hey, you want to hire somebody? Okay, put out an ad. And you just, like, click on it and it pays for an ad, and then the next thing you know, you've got someone to, like, hire. So, um, but, yeah, I, I cannot say enough glowing things about this game, dude. I w- I'm very surprised that I like it as much as I do. So that's interesting. I didn't expect the whole sushi restaurant aspect of that. We've seen a lot of games lately about like boats or diving or puzzle right. games mostly, but mm-hmm. uh, that's that's a very different aspect to this one, setting it apart from those. And then I've also heard that at some point, like down, like I've only I'm I'm I've got like five or six hours in. I just got it like a few days ago, um, and I hear it, it does another shift, another pretty massive gameplay shift um at some point as well it's just what I've, I've seen in reviews so i'm excited to see what that means but um yeah i i, I highly recommend it if, if you're looking for something simple and fun um because before that yeah i was i got really into house flipper i was just flipping houses dude, yeah. like a boss but yeah and it's interesting um, you say that that's like the pixel style because this has been uh relating back to what i've been playing a whole lot of this past week new game to me anyway Battlebit Remastered. This is something that oh. everybody's been talking about because this uh-huh. this looks like a Roblox mini game or something, but it's Battlefield, like cloned almost completely over, but new maps and a little bit of different things here and there. But I, I've been playing probably like 10 hours or so since I bought it about a week ago. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I, like, I hadn't heard anything about that until maybe like a few hours ago. I was looking at something. It was like a social media thing, and they were putting it on there. And I was like, what even is this? Um, it's 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 cool. Um, it's fun, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, all the fun that you could have from a Battlefield game, only it's not like way too heavy on the realistic graphics, which sometimes... Mm-hmm make the game worse because you can't see who's shooting at you or who right. you need to aim at. It's it's simplified in a way the graphics don't matter. You really don't think about it when you're in that world, which is yeah. you know pretty similar to when you play a game in Roblox. Yeah, nice. Very cool. This is um this is that mature Roblox they're talking about. They're going to make their own <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Call of Duty Battlefield style game. Um very cool. All right. Um anything else or should no, we get on it. with it? All Let's right. Let's go. Let's get on with the show. Let's talk about our new releases from last week. First up, we've got Guilt. We've got Guilt. Oh, boy, do we. Um, Came out July 6th on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, X, and S. So this is interesting. So this was a... It came out a couple years ago. It was a Stadia exclusive. One of the very... Very few Stadia exclusives, um, and now it's uh, now that Stadia is 
um, it's finally out on, you know, all their consoles. And it looks interesting. It's like this girl in like this nightmare world trying to find her cousin. And there's all these creepy things happening. Um, and what my favorite part of just looking at the trailer is that she has like this flashlight that she can use to like light her way, but also like use it as a weapon. Like the beam like tightens up and it becomes like this like laser to like fight off these, these creatures. Um, so it looks really cool, but a lot of it, it looks like there's a lot of sneaking around and trying to be like stealthy. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's out now. If you were really, really wishing you had a stadia back in the day so you could play guilt. Never yeah, did. It looks really interesting. It, it kind of reminds me of, uh, I keep wanting to say what we do in the shadows, but that's something completely mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Little Nightmares. Little Nightmares. Uh, I was going to say Little it's, Nightmares. Yeah. It's like that, but like 3D, and you're, uh, mm-hmm. you're just fully in an environment and in using this weapon. Looks like there might have been some upgrades, even like I saw in the trailer, they fight off a ghost with steam or something. So mm-hmm. hard telling what kind of upgrade paths you might have in there. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, now all I want is a what we do in the shadows game. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Uh, all right, and the other game that came out last week that then we've got to talk about, Legend of Heroes Trails into Reverie. So this came out on July 7th on PC, PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch. So this is a, another one that was previously released uh, in 2020, but only in Japan, and now it's finally making its way over here. Um, and I... I had never really, I'd heard of these games. I've heard of the, the trails games, um, and never played any of them, but I did like for research for the show, I was like, let me check into this. And I ended up going deep. I took a deep dive into this and it's a huge series. So the trails is part of a larger series, the legend of heroes thing. And it's this whole thing. Now this is, I've heard it described this particular game as like the Avengers end game of the series. Like it's all like coming together and this is like the, you know, this is the big thing that's happening. Uh, so what it is, it's a, it's a JRPG um, and it's just, it's turn-based battles and there's a ton of different characters. There's 50 playable characters in this game um, and there's three different story arcs that follow these characters. So pretty crazy. The other thing I did read is that new players will be completely lost in this. So, um, you know, don't try to jump right into trails into reverie. But um, it's getting rave reviews. Everybody's loving this game that are familiar with the the series. So, um, yeah, this is not your thing. I know that. But I watched the trailer and and I was indeed lost. It looked like very story heavy material. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's it. Those are our two major, uh, releases from last week. You know, it's summertime. Not, not much, not much has happened in the summertime. So, you know, we get what we can, we get what we can get next week. Hopefully there's going to be more. (laughs) All right, let's move things along. Let's talk about our news of the week. All right, we touched on it briefly last week uh, when we were talking about the FTC Microsoft trial, but it's getting a lot of steam since we talked about it. So we got to talk about it again. The fact that um, Microsoft seems to think that there is a PlayStation 5 Slim uh, coming real soon, Um, so much so where they knew the price point 
um, saying that it would be uh, $400. So what do you think of this? Do you think rumor? Do you think fact? What do you think? You know, it's hard to tell. My question would be, how would Microsoft know if this were true? But just like we heard PlayStation say that if this merger goes through, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard, that they're going to stop giving them like development consoles or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, you know, Microsoft probably has some links to where if sure. PlayStation is working on a slim console, they'd be able to at least get the news. Right. Yeah, like it was specifically like if they wouldn't send um, a dev kit or whatever to Activision if they get bought out. to, yeah. to So it's possible, yeah, that this is something that has already exists. Activision has it, you know, and that's how they know um, this. They also talked about that, um, what was it, the that little handheld thing that that um, Project you know, is Q. coming. Project Q. Yeah, they were saying how that's going to be under 300 bucks, And then in the same documents, they also mentioned a possible PlayStation Pro uh, in the works. Now, I don't know um, what that would even be. Like, you know, the PlayStation 5 is already pretty top of the, uh, the line as far as the specs go. Um, I don't know how much you can increase that without adding to the cost a, a good deal. You know, it's not like yeah. usually in something like this in a console's life cycle at the halfway point or whatever, however many, what are we, four years? Um, prices would, you know, be a little bit lesser. And that hasn't happened during this life cycle. So even if, you know, a slim for 400 bucks, which is, you know, um, about the same. How much are the digital only editions? Aren't they that price? I think so. I don't even around know. Around that. Yeah. I would love a, a slim because this PlayStation 5, it's absurd. It, yeah. it is. It does not need to be a giant thing on my mantle. Um, so it would be nice, especially because I got the, you know, that cute little white Xbox, uh, the Series S. So, you know, um, it would match it. It would match it real nicely. So, yeah, you know, so uh, much more room. Let me ask you this: so, there are certain people out there who are going to buy the console regardless, and price isn't really an issue. Mm-hmm. And they're going to prefer their console, whether because they're a PlayStation fanboy or just because console is simply easier for them. So, even if you're competing with like a mid to high tier gaming PC. At eight hundred to a thousand dollars, do you think that it would sell enough units? Do you think Sony could sell enough units of a PlayStation Five Pro? Yeah, yeah, I, that's a great question, and I, I don't think so because, like, even then, like, how are you going to be making games for, like, you know, say your your PlayStation first party, any any of the first party, third party games, like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make super high end games that work on this. The pro model that also work on if they if you know the regular model slim model so like you can't do much there you know sure you could tweak it so it's a little bit more powerful and stuff but yeah. like at that point you know what what's you know what are you gonna you know, do what's that's true but also it's probably less of a gap between developing for the PS5 and the PS4 which they've been sure. doing for a while it's a good point yeah yeah absolutely way less I'm sure. Um, but yeah, and everything I've heard, 
leading up to the the release of the PS5 and stuff is that it's a great console to um, to develop for. It's fairly simple, so you know take that into consideration too. But yeah, do we need a, a PS5 Pro, PS5 Slim? No, um, and we'll you know if it's true, we'll we'll see soon. I mean, obviously. This information is out there. Uh, there's dollar signs uh, attached to it, dollar uh, price points. So, yeah, hopefully sooner than later we'll, we'll find out if this is true or not. All right, next up, our segment, Bad News of the Week. Daedalic Games, the developer of this year's worst game, I would probably say, Gollum, the Lord of the Rings game, Gollum, um, is closing their studio. It was that bad. That they're like, we're just shutting it down. Yeah, and they had other games like in the pipeline. Did they another Lord of the Rings? Another Lord of the Rings game that they're just completely just canceling it. Um, Which is probably good if it was anything like this one. Because we didn't know anything about that one. That one, they did say that it was like a, um, um, about another character that you wouldn't that not one of the main characters lord of the rings so you know a similar idea to to the golem um but yeah here let me uh i'll read the statement from daedalic uh let's see daedalic entertainment has made the decision to close its development department with full focus now on our publishing business eight promising releases will be launching in this financial year alone even though the lord of the rings golem did not live up to the expectations we had for the game we are very grateful for the opportunity and the learning experience it brought us currently we are working on another patch for the lord of the rings golem a follow-up project in the lord of the rings universe that has already been started will be discontinued the federal ministry for economic affairs and climate protection as the body responsible for the federal funding was informed of this some time ago we value each and every member of our team very much and it is important to us that the transition goes as well as possible we will therefore support our former employees in finding new opportunities within our network a difficult break but also a new beginning in the already long history of daedalic entertainment so um yeah, they are, uh, I don't know what, what these games are, eight, eight promising releases. Hmm, interesting. Um, I did look, so their average Metacritic score for all their games was a 69. Um, yeah, I don't know, bad games come out all the time and studios don't shut down over them. Yeah, yeah, it was, so I know this game... The Gollum game, and I think the next Lord of the Rings games, were very, very heavily funded by the um, the German government. So I don't know if that plays into this. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're going to be focusing on the publishing business, which is good, I guess, after, after they um, became the laughing stock of the video game industry with Gollum. It was really sad to see. Now I kind of want to play it, just for the memes, you know? (laughs) Yeah. All right, moving on. Blizzard announced Season 1 of the Diablo 4 Battle Pass called Season of the Malignant. It's a cool title, right? It's, um... They're bringing a lot of stuff in with this. It's got me, uh... It's piqued my interest. So it's a, um... 
It's going to have a brand new quest line featuring new faces and new enemies, new powers, the first season journey, and the first battle pass. It takes place after the events of the main campaign and introduces a new character in Cormand, an ex-priest from the Cathedral of Light who's trying to stop the spread of the malignant. Uh, it features a dangerous new threat in the form of malignant monsters spreading throughout Sanctuary. Any elite monster will be able to spawn as a malignant monster with additional powers. Uh, and they can be defeated by drawing out their corruption and trapping their malignant hearts, which can then be inserted into rings and ambulance for mega powers. So that sounds pretty cool. Um, and it says, yeah, they will include new builds that are stupidly powerful, in quotes. So, um, yeah. And there's going to be new boss monsters, new legendary items, new unique items, and more. So, um, yeah. I haven't beaten the game. So, I can't even do, like, you have to beat the game first before you can get in. I'm close. I've oh, got, okay. uh, I think there's six acts, and I just, I'm on act five. So, I just got, you know, a little bit more. You know, a little bit more. I've been playing with friends, so I haven't been, um, you know, I've been waiting till we're all playing together so um yeah but then i'll be able to because there is a so then there's a paid battle pass all cosmetic items and that sort of thing which i believe will be ten dollars but there is also a free tier where everyone can earn um you know seasonal things and boosts and that sort of thing so um yeah yeah it's exciting it's definitely keeping it fresh we'll see you know if this continues as this way of you know, the microtransactions, we've talked about it a lot before, specifically with Diablo and Blizzard. Um, and we'll see. Yeah, hopefully it's just cosmetics and, uh, you know, little stuff like that. But Yeah. I've been really on the fence about picking up this base game. Uh, but, yeah, from everything I've heard, the, the cosmetics, the battle pass system is kind of done right here. It's not yeah. all pay to win. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, what did I say? July 20th comes out um so yeah pretty soon uh, i'm sure i'll probably i always end up buying the, the first one um this one i'm i could almost guarantee they're not giving you any any currency towards the next one in this yeah you know like we always talk about a good battle pass should but um yeah i'm excited to see what what things i don't know even though i don't know i'm always a sucker for these things but for this one like you, you barely see your character. If I'm getting, like, some cosmetic stuff, like, I mean, I have a fairly large television. And my character right now just looks like a tiny red thing. Mm. You know? So, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But we'll see. I'm sure there's going to be some dope thing that makes me look like a like a god. And I'm just going to be like, oh, i got to have it. Because I'm a sucker. And Blizzard knows it. All right, next up, let's talk about the Game Pass games that were announced for July. We got the first wave coming through. Um, first up, Grand Theft Auto V is available right now on Cloud and Console. Sword and Fairy Together Forever. I said sword. I don't know if it was because I was reading it. Sword. I never normally say sword. Sword and Fairy Together Forever. It's match made in heaven, and I'm glad they're together forever now. Um, McPixel 3 is also out now. Common Hood comes out July 11th. Insurgency Sandstorm, also July 11th, uh, only on PC. Exo Primal Day 1 Game Pass release, July 14th. This is the one where you, like, fight tiny dinosaurs as a mech. 
Um, I'm really excited to see what that is. Uh, Tectonica is another day one release on July 18th. That is a, uh, you dig into the subsurface bioluminescent world of a rogue alien planet as you explore and construct sprawling factories. Uh, that's out on cloud console and PC. And then lastly, July 18th also brings The Cave, an adventure game from Monkey Island and Maniac Magic creator Ron Gilbert and Double Fine Productions. So, yeah, any of those uh, got you excited? Yes and no. I mean... GTA 5, for anybody who hasn't played that, I gotta 100% say, go into story mode. Even if you don't yeah. touch the online, which this day and age, I might even advise against that, unless mm. you really are a sucker for punishment and uh, a bit of a sadist, I guess. Uh, but but I, I really like seeing games like Tectonica. And, and it looks cool to get into, but for me personally, I've already played Satisfactory a while back, and uh, I think that's a game that already has enough in common that I probably wouldn't get into sure. hours and hours of this. Common Hood also looks good with like the the farming and base building, but at the same time, I'm not that excited about it because it looks like it's borrowed features from games that do it better, like No Man's Sky, Fallout 4. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I um a lot of yeah, a lot of uh building and crafting and, and games like that uh out. Um but yeah I am the one person that you're talking about that has not played Grand Theft Auto V. So, yeah, I'm excited to check it out. Nice. You know, me and my five-year-old son, we're going to uh, go in there and just, uh, you know, mess shit up. Yeah, maybe play uh, it on mute. <laughs> yeah. Be all right. These are the types of games where I'm like, I get really excited for them, and then I have, like, um, you know, an hour at the end of the day and I just fall asleep. Like same thing with like Mortal Kombat. Like I get, I'm, you know, I'm excited to play Mortal Kombat, but, um, it's not one that, uh, you know, I want for his eyes, but, uh, yeah, some good games coming out, uh, this July on game pass. So I'm really excited to see what Axel Primal is all about. That comes yeah. Yeah, out next this week. So, um, the, it looks insane. It looks insane. So, yeah, I'm hoping that we'll talk about that next week. All right. Next up, good news for Assassin's Creed fans. Bad news for Skull and Bones fans. I guess it's good news for for pirate fans. Bad news for pirate. I don't, how, how do pirate people feel about this? Um. So there is a Black Flag Assassin's Creed for Black Flag remake. Um, coming out instead of the much, um, you know, canceled, waited on Skull and Bones pirate game. Did you ever play the Black Flag? Yeah, back on, I guess, three, 360? Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those that was like a cross-gen. Uh, it was yeah, available okay. on Also PS3. played it on the Xbox One, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, so I never, uh... That was always one where I was like, I'm going to get this one because it looks awesome. You're a pirate. Yeah. That sound, it's way cooler than uh, any of the other ones. It, it definitely was. And it's those, uh, it's those same techniques in that game that really carried over well into the next Assassin's Creed. It's just that the newer ones, for some reason, don't get the same reputation. I guess because when they did it in Black Flag, it was new and it really blew people away. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's basically been in every Assassin's Creed that I've played since then. Sure. Okay. So yeah, this is this came from Kotaku, uh, and they said according to two sources familiar with the plans. So no, um, 
rock solid information here but it was said that uh, they were not authorized to discuss the information but the remake is still in its earliest stages and will not be complete for at least a few years um so it says uh, a team at ubisoft singapore uh one of the studios that has led development on the assassin's creed franchise's evolving ocean tech will be heavily involved in helping to modernize the caribbean based sailing game so now okay so we're talking okay this is not gonna be ready for a few years does skull and bones come out and does it come out before assassin's creed black flag remake who, who knows what's going on with skull and bones right now it's, it's in development hell it really is so like they recently showed at the ubisoft showcase they showed like a bunch of you know, I don't think it was gameplay, though. I think it was just, like, some, you know, some sea shanties or something. Um, and then they were talking about a, a beta coming out this summer, which I haven't heard any more information on that. But, um, again, the same article, Kotaku said that the Singapore studio management is currently forcing all developers on the game to work from the office rather than remotely. It's also providing on-site breakfast and dinner as a way of thanking you for your unwavering commitment to our shared vision that would also seemingly encourage staff to stay later and work more hours to ship the closed beta on time for a game that was due out years ago. So I don't know what this means for, for Skull and Bones. I keep thinking there's got to be something broken with this yeah. game right i don't know because at the same time it, it's just kind of been accused of being a clone of uh see if the other one see if yeah. thieves yeah yeah so if, i mean and if it is way too similar to see if thieves why would anybody want to uh play a, a a a version of that that hasn't been in the same state of development at, for the years that see if thieves now has been and mm -hmm. you know i don't know um they the last we heard, they were going to take a step back and majorly rework some things. I assumed that mean gameplay, but it, yeah. it could be that it was just a broken mess. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be something that's that they're not. I mean, because they're not even really showing much. They've released, I'd say, you know, over the however six years, however long this has been uh, since it's been announced. What do we got? Like less than. An, an hour of, of gameplay footage, you know, there's not much out there that shows any gameplay. So, um, yeah, I, I, I want to see what it is. Who knows? It could come out and be awesome, you know, and they're just really making sure that it's going to be that. Who knows? I don't know. Absolutely. But I do know that it's, it's becoming the, you know, the joke now, yeah. you know, skull and bones. When is that coming? And then for the fact that, this black flag information to be leaked, not a good look. Not a good look. But, you know, who, who, Ubisoft just could be, they could be the pirate people now. They're just making all the pirate games. Mm -hmm. um, and all the Assassin's Creed games, because there's like 36 of those planned for the next few years. Yeah. Insane amounts of those. All right, next up, Naraka Fest. Did you have this on your calendar? No. Uh, I keep seeing the ads for this on like every YouTube video I watch though. Oh really? It, it's yeah. getting out there. So this is for a game called Naraka Blade Point, uh, which had previously just been on 
uh, PC and Xbox. And I played it when it came to Xbox and Game Pass, and it's um, like a battle royale. I think there's like, I don't know, 60 people? I don't know, it's a bigger one. Um, but it's it's cool. It's like martial arts and powers and stuff like that. I played it for about a week when it first came out. I really enjoyed it. I thought I was like getting good at it, really enjoyed it, and then I just stopped. I just stopped playing it. But now, at this naraka fest which was like an anniversary of the game um they announced that it was coming to playstation 5 now on july 13th and it is now free to play so um you could get out there it's um yeah what is it they oh one thing that surprised me they said um it has now crossed the 20 million unique player mark, and it's a regular in Steam's top 100 played games by concurrence list. Um, and then at the time of this publication, Naraka Playpoint was the 17th most played game on Steam with just shy of 60,000 concurrence. I had no clue. Good for Surprising that. Surprising numbers, especially since it's not yet free to play. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's a paid battle royale like that... Uh, uh, is out there it's a fun game so um just real quick so it's adding a bunch of stuff capture the spirit well the 12v12 gang wars there's new new weapons um new heroes there's gonna be playstation 5 player exclusive items anniversary in-game events and rewards so lots of stuff celebrating this becoming free to play celebrating it coming to the playstation 5 um, so yeah, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to play it on, uh, PS five this week and, uh, see if I still got it. I was like flying through the air, dude. I was killing everybody. I was the best, the best mark my words. Um, you going to check it out? You think maybe so That's after the free to play mark, I could, I could try it out, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, I'll have to look into it because when it comes to those battle royales, there are so many Yeah, and each individual one has a really hard time standing out unless you're something radically different like yeah. Warzone or Fortnite. Try it, dude. This is your homework. Download it, play it. We'll talk about it next week. Yes, July 13th. It will have been out for a few days. Another cancellation um, just announced. Square Enix is canceling the Just Cause mobile game. Uh, it's been an early uh, early access, and uh, they're decided uh, just to end it all, cutting it off. Um, in a statement, they said it is with great sadness that we are that we are announcing the end of development for Just Cause Mobile. As of July third, the game will no longer appear in digital stores. Uh, it is never easy to put forth an announcement of this nature, especially to our fans who have been awaiting the release. We sincerely appreciate the support you have given us. Um, and they um, they said any purchases that were made in-game for the people that were in early access have been refunded. And, um, yeah, that's it. Just Cause. Was this something that you were looking forward to? I didn't even know that it was happening. Oh. But, you know, the Just Cause games have always been pretty cool, so... To yeah. hear that a mobile version about it came out seemed pretty cool. They announced it at, hmm, I don't know. It was one of Jeff Keighley's events. I remember them showing, and I was like, this is like the sandbox aspect of Just Cause is the best part yeah. of it, you know, where you just mess around with stuff. Now, this was going to be like 
a battle royale and there's gonna be parts like that which again like we said you don't we don't need any more of those unless they're doing something uh dynamic and, and exciting but it was always fun and especially thinking you could have it on the go just kind of messing around flying around on on cans of propane or whatever that's all i remember doing just like shooting a can of propane and then grappling it and flying through the oh, air or whatever sticking a balloon to a cow and watching, yes watching the space yes it was good stuff um so yeah it's unfortunate that um it will no longer be no longer be released for mobile but yeah it's it's interesting how we're seeing both ends of the spectrum with the mobile one week we're talking about how you know, these businesses are getting out of creating games for the mobile industry. And the next week we're talking about these businesses jumping in and creating games because they think mobile is the, is the future. You know, I don't know which side is right, but uh, it's interesting. Every week we're talking about something different. And last up, I know the one you're most excited for. Could it be? Is it possible? Could Red Dead Redemption be coming out as a remastered? What do you think? Is this is this true? Is this is this real life? It it sounds like there's a, a nugget of truth behind it. Yeah, I mean, so we got this information because it went uh, the Korean ratings board just rated Red Dead Remaster. For them to rate a game, there has to be a reason for it, you know. So um, there's got to be something, and also Colin Moriarty. Uh, on his podcast said this i can say i have seen confirmation that this is real i don't think you need this confirmation but i had someone reach out to me behind the scenes that showed me something that definitively shows this game is coming maybe even imminently with an announcement maybe in like august so not a huge surprise you don't need to tell you i don't need to tell you that south korean ratings board doesn't just rate things they rate things that are submitted to them so yeah like we just said so um yeah it's got this rumor definitely has legs. Interested to see, um, you know, what, if anything, uh, comes of this. Yeah. But, I want it to be true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Have they... played the first Red Dead Redemption? I did. That one I completed uh, and loved it. And I would love to, um, to get back out there and do it. I really probably should. Well, maybe, it, you know, maybe this just means then uh, Red Dead 2 will then re- get remastered after this. So maybe I'll oh, wait. Maybe so. You know, I'll still so wait. I, yeah. I didn't get to play the first one. Uh, that was during like a console drought in my life. Mm. But uh, I played two so much that I'm like one trophy away from platinum when I was nice. playing it on PlayStation. Yeah. And I played it, the online, I played the ever-living hell out of it. Yeah. So it would be really cool because, you know, it is what it is. I can't go back to the PlayStation 3 version of red dead redemption and try to play that or something no it's just just a little too dated yeah yeah so i mean this would be cool i what's the last thing i mean rockstar hasn't done anything besides gta 5 online stuff right um it's been a while i mean the latest projects which don't uh don't look very good for this would be the gta trilogy remaster that's right that's right comical yeah, not good. Yeah, so every once in a while you kind of expect something like this. They just need that little shot of uh, extra income. And I think this could, I think if it's better than the trilogy remaster, um, could sell a lot of units. So yeah, um, it would be interesting to see. But uh, yeah, I am 
I'm all in for some 4K uh, Red Dead. I think that would be awesome. So, all right, that's it. We got anything else to talk about? I believe that's it. We did it. All right, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Gaming News Weekly. Uh, make sure to follow us on uh, TikTok. We're there. Uh, you can go check us out on Fruit Lab. Subscribe to us there. Uh, Gaming News Weekly. You can find this show there. You can also find Full Clip, um, you know, selling his uh, sweet video game content. And myself, Iraq the Red, um, posting some stuff there. Uh, you can check us out also on YouTube. I'm at Pop Culture Playground. Full Clip is at uh, Game Facts, G A M E F A X. Uh, he's also over on Twitch, full clip underscore FL, doing his thing over there. Um, go watch him play uh, Naraka Blade Point because it's going to happen. Um, all right. That's all I got. Uh, I feel like, you know, we, we cruised through this one. I feel like I should talk more. Maybe tell a story or something. Mm, no, you got to get some sleep. Look at you. You're falling asleep just sitting here. All right. Thanks so much. We'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.